It's time to help your golf swing out just a little bit. Welcoming back our good friend. He's a biomechanics professor at Utah Valley University. He's also a golf consultant, and he has talked to us a lot about speed training, really for the last little over a year or so. Uh, we're fortunate to get connected through our good friend Michael Verska from Callaway Golf. Tyler Standiford joining us right now. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing good. Just uh, spent some time looking at some data in the lab, so that's always a fun day. You know what? I'm really appreciative that there are those that find studying data fun because that's, I don't mind providing the data. The studying of said data seems a little less fun to me, but someone's got to do it. I'm glad it's me. <laughs> so uh, we've talked a lot about speed training. Uh, I've gone on Tyler uh, with Super Speed Golf, uh, put in this six weeks, and the results were really, really good last year. And so I've started that again for this spring, um, this offseason, getting ready for spring golf. And then uh, met with Tyler at uh, an indoor facility, and he brought some mobile force plates, Bob. And now okay. he wanted to start working, not only are we getting those speed numbers up, but let's kind of see what it is that I'm using and how effectively or not effectively am I using my lower body to generate that speed and how can, what can I learn from my lower body and ground forces that might improve not only my swing, but my speed as well. So Tyler, uh, kind of take us through what it is that you're looking for. For somebody that, you know, obviously I went through it and we can talk about my experience, but what is it about the ground forces and why is this a focus of, of study and, and research? Yeah, such good question. So again, like, and I've appreciated this even more probably over the last few years as I've studied golfers where, where I always say that golfers should be athletes, right? That the way that they should utilize the ground, the forces they produce or are at similar levels and, and, and rates of developing these forces are similar to some of the, the volleyball players, basketball players I've tested. And, and so that connection with the ground is, again, it's the, one of the two connections we have in the golf swing along with the golf club. And so the way that a golfer utilizes the ground, using their muscles to push on the ground and then the ground pushes back on them, these are the things that we know what the best players in the world uh, tend to do to create these forces and then the associated motions of the body. And so what I'm looking for, and Brian, we're able to do this together is, you know, bring you in. We look at these different kind of forces and, and the way you develop them and, and then the associated motions. And we say, Hey, here's a piece of the puzzle that we think is really going to help Brian get in better positions and generate a more powerful and efficient golf swing. So you know, it's kind of I was going to say, it's kind of interesting that this has all come about recently. You know, we're starting to see a lot more players that that are on their toes or off the ground at impact. Um, all those kinds of things that are happening that just, as you're saying, relate and correlate right to distance and the sequencing of the swing and everything. Yeah, and, and, and what you said there is really cool. And I think there's two things that have, have started happening, Bob. One is that the technology has gotten to the point where, where we can do these things outside of heavy duty research labs at universities. Right. And that's something I'm excited about. The fact that I can take these force plates, I can sync them up with my iPad and, and look at a player in any location. And, and that that's powerful, right? We're just getting more and more data. And then I think what you're, what you're bringing up there too, is the fact that we start to see that now, now that we know this is going on, these professional players are training um, they're knowing how to utilize the ground and they're using it in ways to, to get more powerful swings. Tyler Stander for joining us here on real golf radio. So 
one of the things that I thought was interesting is you were measuring my levels. And, and if I'm not mistaken, maybe we'll start with this before I get to the levels. There were essentially three, if I'm not mistaken, forces that were in play. This uh, lateral force, um, this uh I'm now, now I'm actually losing my train of thought here. You're, you're, you're doing well on the test. So it's a the lateral rotational, force, which is, yeah, a rotational and, and then, then the vertical. Third. Exactly. Okay. Those are, those are the, those are the three components. And, and again, the lateral force thinking of a towards the target away from the target, um, this rotational that I think we all see. And then that vertical is kind of what, what Bob's referring to, which is what we see at the end of the swing that, that push off. And so what I'm looking at is, how do these forces sequence, right? What's the order of these forces? We want to see lateral first, then rotational, then vertical. Um, and that's lateral big, moving towards the target, lateral towards the target. And the reason why, when we think of force preceding motion, what we want a golfer to do to initiate their downswing, we want them to initiate that, that beautiful forward bump, the forward movement of the body. And you can only do that if you create force that's pointed towards the target. And so, Interestingly enough, that lateral force, not only how big it is and when it occurs, but also you brought up this idea of being on the toes or heels or things like that. And that's something that Brian and I talked a lot about. It's getting that force coming from the right location of the foot. So many players just really struggle to conceptualize or feel exactly where they're pushing from their feet. And so being able to show them that in real time, hey, this is where you're actually pushing is, is really eye-opening to the player. Yeah, and and so a couple of things you mentioned there when when I looked at my numbers, like okay, you're reaching these peaks, you're getting the numbers that I like to see, but I kind of want to see this happening a little bit sooner. So talk about now, okay, I, I can see that you're creating force, you're doing those things that I want you to. I don't have to teach you to create the the force. I just mm-hmm. I'm going to now work on when that happens, and then what is the cause and effect of getting that done a little bit sooner. Can you kind of talk through that? Yeah. And before I jump into this, I want to make sure everyone knows that, and, and Brian mentioned this last time, he's been playing some really good golf over the last year. So as I start to critique what's going on with Brian, I, I want to make sure he knows and everyone knows that, you know, he's a good player. He's, he, he plays well, he moves well, but like so many other golfers, Brian's tendency can be that he tends to lead a little bit with the upper body. Uh, and that creates that kind of uh, over-the-top type swing move that we've talked about. Well, a really good way to remedy, remedy that is to create more of this lateral force earlier in the backswing. So what happens with a lot of players is this force will peak as they start the downswing. And now it's too late for them to utilize the ground to create some motion. And so that's where what I was working with Brian, and, and honestly what's interesting is this is probably a force I work on with almost every player I see where I'm trying to get them feel that that back leg or the trail leg is not just pushing into the ground, but it's pushing away from the target right as that club starts moving. Because when they push away from the target, the reaction force will point towards the target. And we want that to crank up really quickly because when they don't do that, that's that horrible sway move that we see people make. That's that move where they don't initiate the, the lower body bump forward and then the upper body follows. And so getting that force to start peaking, you know, club parallel on the backswing, arm parallel on the backswing, and really getting to those values that we want before you ever finish the backswing is going to give us the best chance to do all those things we want to do in the downswing. It's a lot to think about. 
But the good news is we don't have to think <laughs> about stuff to me. I just swing the golf club. <laughs> right. Well, you do. And you have a lot of natural talent, right, Bob? And a lot of athleticism. And a lot of people do. The fascinating thing to me, as you mentioned other athletes, the fascinating thing to me is uh, is playing with guys that used to play baseball. And mm-hmm. they, in fact, I actually played with a, a friend of mine. And we were on the range just, just a, a week ago. And we were on the range. And he was asking everything. He was just snap hooking everything. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to look. I'm not, a, I'm not a golf instructor. People always say, well, you play a lot of golf. Can you help me with my swing? I'm like, the advice or lesson that I would give you is exactly what you would pay for. It's worth what you would pay for, which is nothing. <laughs> and so I, I had tried to say to him, okay, well, it looks like this. And then I said, you know what? I go, you played baseball, right? He goes, yeah. And I go, just hit one to right field because he was mm-hmm. snap hooking it. Well, all of a sudden, he, that, he, he, that, he could say, okay, that resonated with him. And then he just kind of took a little bit more of a, of a swing where he let his hands kind of, kind of go out instead of flipping at it so hard. Yeah. And guess what? He started hitting some straight shots. First one pushed, then he started straightening out. And all he was thinking is just hit one to right field, which is interesting because most of the time people are hitting it way out right. And I'm saying, why don't you pull one to left field? And it's interesting that that is – so to your point, Bob, there is a lot going on, what Tyler's saying, but you really yeah. don't have to think about it. And that's where his drills come in that will sort of start that – I don't know. Do you call it muscle Help memory? The sequencing. Yeah, the sequencing. Yeah. It just kind of make your body sort of starts to do it when you do these drills, right, Tyler? And, and I love I love what you said too, Brian, there. And, and you, you did some – some great things coaching. And I would say I'm, I'm not a golf coach. I'm a ground reaction force coach. That That's what I do. But what you said there is really powerful, which is I love the, what I can do with the plates is, and I did this with Brian. It's let's try a couple drills. Let's put them on the plate. Hey, these are starting to work really well. And then we kind of uncover, Hey Brian, what does that feel like to you? And Brian maybe comes up with something that he feels in his body. Like your example, this player, I, I'm, well, it feels like I'm hitting the ball way out to right field. You know, I would I would make a guess that this baseball player, your buddy, started doing some different things with his ground reaction forces to get the club moving in that way. And now we have a really good feel that he can lock into, and we have some data to support that that's going to help him be efficient and powerful. And so and this just is more, it's more data to unlock what you should, what you yourself feel to make those motions the right way, if that makes sense. I'm not going to try and tell a person how to feel or what it should be like. I just want to uncover good data and then tap into their brain as to what it, what it does feel like to them to make those motions and forces line up. You know, it's interesting golfers or not golfers, but hockey players and baseball players become actually really strong and really good golfers because of the swing and what the way they, the way they are able to, like you said, use the ground, uh, the sequencing, all that kind of stuff. And you look at baseball players and inevitably Every single baseball player swing looks exactly the same, especially, you know, by staying back, getting their hands out in front, palm up, palm down, all that kind of stuff. And so what you're saying is you can create those, you can create those sequencing things with, with golfers to help them become better and help them um, be able to hit it further and longer and, uh, and lower their handicap. Yeah, and it's it's cool the, the the way that baseball players and hitting and throwing use the ground from a force standpoint. There's oh, yeah. so much crossover to golf that like it, it's almost like as long as you can help them figure out how to square up a club face, uh, they just they they are because they just know how to do it. Versus people who never have had any athletic experience, they have no concept of how they'd use the ground. And this could be any sport. I mean, basketball, baseball. We had a basketball player we worked with. And he was really struggling with the vertical force. And we're like, well, let's just tap into the fact that you know how to jump. 
And so let's tap into that. Let's create some steals. And then all of a sudden he became a really good vertical force player and picked up a ton of speed as a result of that. Yeah, and I, I, I'm thinking more about this baseball swing, and you, you don't ever see – I can't even imagine. I only played, you know, up until, you know, beginning of high school. But when you're playing baseball, I can't even imagine standing at the plate and th- seeing the ball, and my first reaction is to move my arms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't do that. If you have any kind of – you know, you're, if you're, you're going to load your lower body and you're going to step, yep. right? You're going to step yep. into that swing, and then it just slots that baseball bat – and, and your core muscles, your big muscles are doing a lot of work there. It's not just throwing your hands at it. And yet we get into golf and I dig it up there. And first thing I want to do is ghost arms, throw at it. Uh, it's just so funny, man. It's, it's amazing how it just, it's such a complicated yet simple thing. This whole golf swing we're trying to work on, right? Yep. Yep. They, they load well, they transfer force forward where all the things that golfers should do. And, and I think this can be crazy complex, but I think what we try and do, or at least what I try and do when I collect data is, is simplify it down to, Let's, let's iron out a few drills that are going to help you learn how to move this way and provide force better. And then let's kind of turn things loose and, and hopefully turn you into to an athlete again. Yeah, I love that. I see through the again part in for me because yeah. he knows again. that buried deep inside there is there was once one uh, there. So. <laughs> well, the thing that's important is you knew, you do need speed. This is a game that if you want to get good at it, you got to have some speed and and the sequencing that'll help your game for sure. Tyler, thanks as always, man. We really appreciate you, uh, you know, kind of breaking this down and and again just. Tell people what's the best way to, to interact with you or contact you if they want to come and be part of that research that you're doing and take, uh, I guess, be able to benefit from the information you have. Yeah, for sure. Again, uh, you know, find me at uh, Utah Valley University. My, my page there has email contact information. That's a great way. And again, on Twitter, uh, Tyler Standiford and, and on Instagram a little bit here and there, but mainly Twitter and, and that UVU page. And uh, yeah, reach out and uh, let's figure out a way to get you in the study or, uh, or get you utilizing that ground better. I love it. Thanks, Tyler. We'll talk to you again real soon. Yep. Thanks, guys. There you go. Tyler Standiford, UVU biomechanics professor, golf consultant, 